Blog Talk Radio. Hi. Phew. I'm here. Tony, are you here? <laughs> I'm here. I Yay. didn't know if you were. Yay. Woo. Just breathed Yay. and we're back. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Psychic Tapestry. I'm Ken Kessler and she's Tony DeMeo. Hi, Tony. Hi, Ken. Just, Big just got there. in. I'm just getting my teeth. But we're here. And we're live, and it is Tuesday, yeah. May the 9th, and the phone lines are open. 347-838-9903 is the number. And there are some people already hanging on, by the way. Hi to the cool. people already hanging on. We'll get to you shortly. <laughs> um, but if you wanted to call in, sooner is better than later, because there are some people already hanging on. And again, that number is 347-838-9903. There are a couple other ways you can connect through... Um, social media, facebook.com slash psychic tapestry or at psychic tapestry on Twitter. And if you are listening to uh, psychic tapestry on blog talk radio, you can on your desktop, you can scroll down and pop in the chat room and join us there. Um, Well, you can in just a minute after I click this button and open up the chat room. There it goes. And ta-da there it's open. So, now you can do that. It's been a while. Hi. How are you? Yes. Hi. Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm <laughs> I'm a little out of breath, but I'm okay. Um, good. Thanks to everybody who's listening and has – we've been off for three months, which is very unusual is for it us. It has, yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Okay. So it's, oh, wow. it'll be it'll be three months in uh, five more days. So wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Um, for those who who know me and my wife Lisa, and if you care, we were in the midst of buying a new house and moving, and that it's amazing. Uh, yeah, it took, it took a lot. Out of me, yeah. and it took, and it was, it was tough doing. And there was a little bit before we did that of just um, conflicts between my schedule and Tony's schedule. And we've been trying to get back for the last couple of weeks, but one or the other of us had things. And I don't know. Do you really care about all this? Probably not. We're happy to be back. That's the we point. are, even though it may be brief, because I'm getting the knee replacement surgery. That's what I was doing all last month, was seeing all these doctors trying to find someone to do it, because I'm older. And now I'm going to have it done on June 8th, so I will be gone. pain pills, and I can't be off, can't do readings for a while. Any idea about how long? <laughs> I know me, and I handle pain like a, like a, uh, like a champ. Anyway, I mean, I'm walking around bone on bone. I have ground my knee down, my Ooh. knee bone down. They couldn't even believe it. I mean, they like looked at me like I don't even see pain on your face. I'm a Reiki master, which I don't know, you know, the, I touch it and it goes away. So um, I'm going to have to take the pain pills, though, apparently, because they put screws in your knee and everything, give you new knees. So I guess that's a whole level of agony I have no I have Ugh. no clue about. Anyway, it's okay. I'll bounce back like you wouldn't right. believe. 
I would say maybe a month to be okay. safe. Well, so next I month we probably won't be here. Then we'll be back in July. Okay. Well, I may okay. try and coerce uh, my wife, Lisa, to that would be join great. me for a, a, a show or two. Um, and I say that without having said anything to her, so I don't know what her <laughs> schedule's like either. Oh, she's but, amazing. I love we'll, Lisa. That would be great. We'll, fig- we'll figure it all out. Um, yes. Yeah. I... Uh, it's probably a weird topic to jump back into after we've been gone for so long. But I wanted to talk a little about grief tonight. And I mentioned this to Lisa as we were trying to get home in time um, before this, this episode started. And I, I said that I wanted to talk about grief. And she said, oh. And I said, no, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be sad. And uh, But today... Today's my dad's birthday. He passed away um, a few years ago, and yes. I was we were out at a having a family dinner, um, not a birthday celebration, but sort of that kind of thing, um, talking about dad and remembering him and everything. And I wanted to talk about grief because um, for me. And this is probably true for you, Tony. We both yeah. know that this existence yep. isn't it. And when mm-hmm. you when you leave this plane, when you pass away, um, that's not the end of you. That's right. So we know when somebody that we care about moves on from this life, we know that they're not over. That right. said, I still want a hug from my dad. Absolutely, and, and there's no phone service in, in heaven. And yeah. that's so annoying. I wish there was. <laughs> that's what we and, need. You know, because of the nature of what we do here, mm-hmm. we seem surprised that I would get sad because my father isn't around anymore. And I know I've, I've talked to him since. I know he is feeling better than he ever did when he was here. That's his right. last few years were tough, and he was in a lot of pain. And I know that that's over for him. But <clears throat> I'm selfish enough that I want to be able to have him over for dinner or to watch a movie or, you know, right. all this stuff. That we used to do, and um, and sometimes it makes me sad that I can't. And I wanted to talk about this tonight because I think that there are so many misconceptions about grief. And one of the big ones is that after X amount of time, you're supposed to be over it. Get over it. So many people yeah. say you need to get over that. You need to get over it. You lost a kid. You lost a friend, a uh, spouse, um, whoever. You know, just you, you should, you know, after a certain amount of time, you should get over it. And the truth is that you never really get over it. You have some days that are better than others, but you still miss them. 
and it's just with you. And grief is a funny thing that it will show up at times you're not expecting it. I remember um, a year or two ago, I was at the grocery store and I picked up a gallon of milk and I noticed that the expiration date was my dad's birthday. And out of nowhere, I burst into tears. Of course. Wasn't thinking about him, wasn't sad, was having a pretty good day. I mean, you know, I was just getting a gallon of milk. But it just, out of nowhere, it hit me. And sometimes sometimes that happens. And does it mean that there's anything wrong with you? Um, I know somebody who lost a spouse of many, many years. Um, I don't want to get it wrong, so I don't want to say how many years. I'm also not going to say who it is, so it really doesn't matter. But um, I don't know. 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. And after a few years, they feel like, what's wrong with me? Why aren't I over this? Why does it hurt? And, you know, the truth is you were with them for 30, 40, 50 years. That was part of your life. And, And now it's different. And you have to learn to keep living and learn how to do that without them. And that can be hard. Yeah, my Um, son is going on four years without his wife. They were together for 33 years. And he's, you know, he's moved on to an extent, but he's just really, he still struggles and I can see it. Just really sad, you know, and he can contact her too and speak with her and he does as much Quite a lot, but it's like you said, it's just not quite enough. No, oh, and we're humans, so it's hard. Yeah, it's um, it's just it's not the same. You know, I am so fortunate that I can really talk to my dad just about any time mm-hmm. I want now. Um, and I don't say that to be egotistical. I realize that no, I'm I very lucky. But even so, not the same. Not the same. I, I asked uh, I asked Lisa to make a German chocolate cake for our get-together tonight because um, that was one of my dad's favorites. And I would have I would loved to have had him here to have tasted it and then to have told me that that actually wasn't his favorite at all. It was something else. Um, but that would have been <laughs> yeah. that would have been great. Um, I had uh, I had posted on Facebook. I think I probably posted this more than once. My dad wasn't great on the phone when I would call, right. uh, and he would answer. I mean, he would say hi to me, and he would tell me he loved me and that kind of stuff. And very quickly, he would say, "Here's your mother," and he would pass the phone to mom. And that was just he just was. And mom and I could talk for an hour. But dad was just a few minutes. But I sure would love to be able to make a call right now and hear him say, here's your mother. You know, it's just it's just one of those silly little things. Excuse me. But everybody experiences it and deals with it different ways. And 
be able to heal, you have to deal with it. You have to yeah. you yeah. have to acknowledge the hurt. Mm-hmm. You have to let the tears let it flow. Pass you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to to be able to move on. And you know, they all they, they want you to move on. They want you to live your life. Whoever we're talking about your, you know, your your parents, your spouse, whoever. They don't want you to be sad, but you can't help it sometimes to be sad. You're human. You yeah. can't help it. And but you got to be able to figure out to move on how to and that doesn't mean to forget them it just means that you need to keep living you got to do stuff you got to do whatever it is you're here to do um to just sort of sit in a chair and wait till you get to join them they they don't want you to do that no, they want you to experience life and get get out there and savor it. That's exactly what they want. Yeah, I mean, I think of I, I think about my dad often because he always wanted us all to live to, near each other, and that never happened. Except now that he's yeah, not okay. here, three out of the four of us kids live pretty close together near where my mom lives. And he would have loved that. So it's a weird kind of irony well, he that does we love are. That. Yeah, but, you know but I mean, he would have. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he does love that. But I mean, he would yeah. have loved that when he was here for mm-hmm. us to do that. One of his one of the things that made him the happiest was when we all got together for thanksgiving or a birthday or a wedding or whatever the occasion would be and i can remember so many times him sitting there at big table or wherever we were and just looking around and family just all all there just made him happy so he certainly would have been and i think for me and maybe for you dealing with grief Doing some of the things that you know they loved that would mm-hmm. make them happy is great therapy. I'm not a therapist. I, I'm, you know, I can't tell you that this is going to fix you. Um, but I can tell you that getting together with family and sharing stories about dad or having his favorite candy bar once in a while or watching one of his favorite shows or favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, those little things bring me a little bit of peace. And it's not sadness. It's not sad that I watch a movie that I watched maybe a hundred times with my dad or a TV show. Um, it's it's not sad. It just, and like, oh, Dad loved this, and uh, watching it again, it just, it just gives me a really nice feeling. And I'm just throwing that out as a suggestion if no. you're dealing with this kind of thing. I don't know, Tony. Do you have any suggestions on how people can, what things they can do to move through grief? 
that's a rough one. I'll tell you now yeah. that I'm older, of course it's 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 way different for me than it is even for you because I'm closer to the other side than I am, you know, than I've ever been. So I'm losing friends now. I mean, close friends. Uh, I'm at the age where my friends are going to go. And um, so it's, it's a lot easier for me because I can still communicate with them. It's just way different. But when I was 23 and I lost my dad, I almost lost my mind. I literally almost had a breakdown. And I was a young mom, and I couldn't even talk. And I lost so much weight. And my dad kept trying to materialize for me. I mean, ectoplasm would hang in the air right in front of me. It was just unbelievable. And I was having a horrible time. I mean, my whole family is very worried about me. I just, I couldn't live. I couldn't eat. I could barely sleep because my dad was dead. He didn't get to do any of those things. Couldn't be happy because he didn't get to do that anymore. I mean, I really went all out. It's just, I, I, we were very close. And I was only 23. So he came and took me from my bed and brought me to the other side. And that absolutely worked for me. So I always feel uh, that if you ask for a dream visit, I call it a dream visit. In my case, I know it's a lucid dream visit where he actually woke me up and there he was standing there in this light, put his hand out and I put my hand in his and suddenly we're flying through the air. But, you know, it'll be different for everybody. But once you meet your loved one in a dream, a lucid dream, and you get to hug them again and you get to talk to them one-on-one, and you have that conversation and they can tell you what it's like over there. And my father described what God was like. He said, it's, it's, he's not a man. There is a God because he had questioned that, um, you know, because he had been a Catholic when he was young. And when he asked questions about the Bible and other religions, I guess one of the priests had beaten him up. I mean, this is 100 years ago, literally, probably 100 years ago. So uh, anyway he questioned about God and then he told me there is a God and it's a beautiful white light and God is all about goodness and love and he's so bright you can't see him you can't look at him but the idea is to be as good as you can and someday you join with God you get to be so good over the lifetime and he's trying to tell me everything and I will never forget a second of it it was amazing so that, that works for me. So I ask people to pray for a dream visit or even to have, a, you know, a good visit with a psychic medium who's very good and can connect you with your loved one. And that really works also for a lot of people. It does. I would only add to that if you're going to try to go the dream route to also add yeah. – that you remember the dream. Seems like a silly thing oh, to add definitely. on there. I can't that's tell you how many times I wake up and I feel like that was something important and I can't remember what it was so many times. Yeah. But just, yeah. Um, I want Absolutely. a dream visit from so-and-so and I want to remember it. And put that as an intention and and believe that it's going to happen. It doesn't happen on our time, though, I'll tell you. 
You, right. you can wait a while for that it, and don't yeah. get discouraged because it comes, you know, that, that, that's a complicated thing for them to set up. And it also involves getting your, um, your spiritual vibration to rise. And it actually feels like freight trains are going past your ears when they get, when they get you up high enough for that. Cause I've had that happen to me where I've been awake and, and one of my family members wants to come in and it feels like a freight train is going past my ears. And I just know that my vibrations being raised so quickly, it's kind of freaky. And I wonder if it's a stroke when it's happening, but it's not. So I know to lie down and they always do it when I'm all alone and I have nothing else to do. So I'll lie down and immediately go into a dream state and then, I'll be out of my body and with them. So, yep. And, and if you ask for that dream visit, you'll at least get a dream visit, and it's so good. And you get to hug and talk. And like Ken said, ask for uh, for lucidity so you can remember it. And Every minute. It's, it's not the same for everybody. So No. It may not be exactly as what Tony just described for you, and that's okay. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. No, um, no. no I can tell you. Case, I've been I doing can tell this you for my whole life. Yeah. For Go me, um, shortly after we moved to Florida um, a few years ago, and this was about I don't know six, eight, seven months after my my dad passed away, um, I wanted the dream visit. And I had a dream where I was in the bedroom where I was sleeping. It was daylight. And the bedroom door opened, and it was my dad. And it was such a surprise, it woke me up. And I was like, no. Yeah. (laughs) But it was just such... It was just such a surprise. I wasn't expecting it. It's not like he opened the door and tried to scare me. He just opened the door. Here I am. And it was such a surprise, such a shock, that it absolutely woke me up. And I thought, oh, darn it. Now I'm going to have to go through the whole process <laughs> all over again. I love it, though. But, That's beautiful. It, but, you know, and don't expect be like in the movies or on some TV show. Uh, it it's It's just. It's so much simpler than that. We like to make things yep. so complicated, and it's so simple. I know that I've had a dream where I just was walking through the house, and there's my dad sitting on the couch watching TV, and I just went over and there sat next to him. And we yep. talked about nothing in particular, and I don't remember what we were watching. doesn't matter. And it was just a comfortable, nice visit, and I didn't get any sort of Da Vinci Code secret to life, the universe, and everything. Um it was just, it was just a nice visit, and, and I could use one of those tonight. Um, yeah, but maybe the, you put could in do. The order. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just, order. it it can be simple like that. It can be, um, it can be more like what Tony experiences. It can be something completely different from all of that. I know somebody yeah. who 
um, was dreaming they were on an escalator and they turned around and it was their spouse behind them. And they thought, and their first reaction was that, oh, he's come to get me, to take me to heaven. And that wasn't (laughs) it at all. It was just, you know, it was just a little meeting. I have asked them on the other side over there, am I dead? And they always laugh and go, no, not yet. (laughs) We'll tell you when. I had a That's I had a relative who uh had a um near death experience and um saw ancestors um relatives that I've seen pictures of but were gone before I came around and they were all excited because it feels so good. <laughs> and yeah. then yeah. They, they were told it's it, you have to go back. You still have some things to do. It's not uh-huh. your time yet. And I've Very heard so true. many stories like that. But true. we 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 just build this up, and and we let this thing of grief become such a heavy burden that nobody else can understand and maybe there's something wrong with me that after all these years it still hurts and and that's just it's it's not I don't want to call it nonsense but it's not it doesn't have to be that way no it doesn't have to be a burden and sometimes it may might make you sad and that's okay it's okay to be sad Um, but well, there's always it, going to be sad times. That's normal. Yeah. Because like we said, we don't, we can't pick up the phone and call them. We can't invite right. them over when we need to see them. So that yeah. is sad. And that will always be there. But that's just right. part of it. Yeah. And, and that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. To, it's okay to, to remember them and to have a little bit of sadness. But they want you to be happy. So try to remember the good times that you had, the fun things, the funny things, the things that happen now that you want to tell them, even though they probably already know. Um, I I go to the cemetery every once in a while to my dad's grave, and I know he ain't there. I know he's not. I mean, if he's there, he's there because he came with me. Right. But there's... There's a little bit of a ritual to that of going mm-hmm. there, and we, the survivors, feel like we're supposed to do that every so often, and that's okay. And it, is. it actually makes me feel better sometimes to go there and to talk to him, even though I could do that anywhere. But to go yep. there and to catch him up on what everybody in the family is doing, even though I know he already knows. Um, but there is just something that is uh, kind of therapeutic about doing that, and it yeah. it feels good. And the other thing that I want to briefly mention is that when you do any of the stuff that I've mentioned or that Tony's mentioned, and it does make you feel good, don't feel guilty about that, because that's another thing that happens. People are sad because they've lost somebody, and then they remember something fun or funny or just heartwarming, or they do any of these things that bring them a little peace, and they start to feel better, and then they feel guilty about feeling better. And and I don't know why we sabotage ourselves like that, but we do. That's right. And you don't, 
you, you don't need to do that. And anytime you feel that start to creep in, you got to remember whoever it is that, that you're mourning, they want you to be happy. They want That's you to right. feel good. They want you to remember the good times. They want you to have peace. They want you to have joy. They want you to laugh. And it's, it's really honoring them to be able to do that. So don't feel bad about doing that. Sure. And I, I, I hope I'm not getting too preachy and telling you what to do and how to grieve because no. that's, not, that's not what I meant um, to get into. I just wanted, I just wanted everybody to know, uh, anybody who is going through some stage of grief, that you're not alone. And... So many of us go through different stages and Mm -hmm. then you go through them again because you see a date on a gallon of milk or you get a Facebook memory that just hits you in the gut. Um, Sometimes it just does come out of the blue and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. It's okay. I don't know if that helps, but the guy on the podcast told you it's okay. It is. I'm sure it helps. Yeah. I know it helps. It I hope it does. And now I'm going to get off the soapbox and we can try and take some calls. We haven't done that in a while. Hopefully we remember how to do that. Um, yes. The number is 347-838-9903. And as we get ready to take some calls, Tony, you should probably explain yourself and tell everybody who okay. you are and why you're here and what you're going to do. All right. My name is Tony DeMeo. I'm a psychic medium, an author, a Reiki master, life coach, and I am here to do my main thing, which is speak with spirit guides. And um, I can speak with yours also, or my guides can talk to yours. And uh, I believe these messages are very valuable because they're what your guides want you to know. And that that will help you a great deal. You can also ask questions if you'd like. That's fine. So that's what we're going to do. I have all kinds of oracle cards around me. And I have a pendulum that I might use. And that's how I work. So I might ask you your birthday to unlock information for the guys for me. And that's about it. So I'm ready to go. And I'm okay. glad to be back. Okay. Now it's your turn. I'm glad you're back, too. I'm glad I'm back, too. <laughs> Thank you. I'm and I'm glad, glad all the back. people who are listening. Um, yeah. I'm Ken Kessler. I fly the plane and push the buttons here. I'm also a, a psychic medium and a music intuitive. I get most of my information from music or from those in spirit connected to music. And what I do on this podcast is... I I have a playlist going that is shuffling randomly. Tonight's playlist is my psychic jukebox number nine, and it has 4,894 songs on it. And I started shuffling before we get going, and then I invite my guides and angels and your guides and angels to give me the song that's the message for you. And then... When we take your call, I let you know what song's playing and 
what I think it means for you, whether it's about what the song means or something about the artist or whatever I'm guided to give you. And that's all good, but it could have a personal meaning for you that's different from what I say. And that's okay, too. Sometimes, uh, well, not just sometimes, angels and spirit like to use what's in our heads as the readers to give you the information that you need to know. And sometimes it could be as simple as me saying, shake a tail feather, Tommy James and the Shondells, Mm -hmm. that's playing right now. And there are lots of versions of that song, and I could tell you about Tommy Mm -hmm. James, but really what this means is that you need to have some fun. And that's what I would tell you, and that's really truncated, but I want to get through this so we can get to your calls. But that song or Tommy James could have a specific personal meaning for you, and that's okay. That's just how it works sometimes. So with all of that said, let's start grabbing some phone calls. The phone number is 347-838-9903, and... Here we go. Hi, thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name? Joe. Hi, Joe. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Texas. How can we help you tonight, Joe? Um, I have been going 100 miles an hour for quite a while, and I find myself, as of this weekend, sort of like, what am I going to do all week? (laughs) Oh, I had an opportunity. I looked at something this weekend that would take a lot of my free time. So what do y'all think? I think this is for a little while. Should you what? Should I be lazy for a little while or should I just jump back into the rat race? And You should listen to your heart, your soul, and your body and do yeah. what's best for you. That's what you need to do. Go with the flow. And I have some cards for you, my friend. First one is the four of action. It says you, your hard work and your sincere efforts have led you to a sense of safety, contentment, and financial security. So you deserve to take a break and enjoy the magnificent life that you have created for yourself. Time to celebrate a wonderful event that has just recently happened in your life, but, (laughs) but whatever, whatever, you know, whatever you decide to do, follow your heart for sure. And the second card I want to give you two is celebration. And they're saying, this is a wonderful time in your life. All the difficulties, all the struggles that you've been going through over the past several years are falling away. And finally, you see light at the end of the tunnel. And they want you, the angels and guides, to think of this light as a star that you can wish on. They're saying that the timing is right for you to make long-term plans for a very joyful future. And they want you to have perfect faith and confidence that everything in your life is about to turn out really beautifully as you move on into this just beautiful thing that you have created, which I happen to know that those two cards couldn't be any truer because you have created an amazing life. You have. Well. (laughs) Well. 
Okay. And all of your opportunities in your art that have just been pouring in. It's it's amazing. Now I'm going to give you to Ken, and I'm so glad you got through, my friend. I am, too. Thank you. Great to hear you. All right. Good to talk to you, buddy. Hi, Joe. Hi. The song that was playing when we took your call is a song called Memories Down the Line by Kansas. This is a song that came out um, uh, two, three years ago. I don't know if you're familiar with that song. It's okay if you're not. Um, Say it again. Memories Down the Line. I think I know it. Okay. Um, This is about not dwelling on the past. Send the memories down the line, forgetting all we left behind, so everything we know along. Um, And this is about moving on. And I think you're talking about doing something new, and this is definitely about, you know, not living in the past, not worrying about, you know, letting those memories go wherever they need to go and whoever else needs to take care of them and focus on the new, which I think is what you were talking about, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. We got you. We nailed you. (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. I think that was pretty pretty accurate. Now, I just got to finish what I started, I guess. Yeah. So... All right. Well, thank you so much for your your input. I will talk to you all soon. All right. Okay. Thanks for your call, Jeff. I'm so glad to call. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. 347-838-9903 is the number. Hi. Thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name? My name is Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Where are Mindy. you calling from? I'm calling from Los Angeles. Oh, How can nice. we help you tonight? I would love to receive a message from whoever and whatever. (laughs) I love it. Okay. The first card that I have for you is one of emotion. And there's a lovely lady on the card walking toward down this beautiful path towards something beautiful. And the message is that this is the time in your life to follow your heart. And to feel the fullness of all your emotions. And the angels are saying that you may feel so compelled to nurture others that you forget to care about yourself. And they're also telling me kind of off the card that you're a really incredibly caring person. That you're very nurturing. Flashes of intuition provide you with incredible insights. So you can trust your own intuition. You're more psychic than you may know. And they're saying you or someone very close to you, but actually it's you. That's what the angels just confirmed. You are a kind, tender-hearted, loving, and trustworthy friend. And I think the other part of this uh, message is that you're coming into your own. It's time Mm -hmm. to start believing that you can receive everything that you can imagine. And this next card says that there are times when you're too hard on yourself. And the angels want you to be very careful to keep all of your thoughts very positive. They also Mm -hmm. want to say that uh, you've got to stop worrying 
because you don't have to. And they're saying that anticipating. Pardon me, dear? Go ahead. That's great. Thank you. Okay. Because anticipating the worst is never helpful. And they want you to know that the angels have your back and they are going to provide solutions for you. So anything that comes up, just give it to God, give it to the angels, and you will receive their help. And, of course, we do have to ask because they can't step in unless we ask. And the angels want you to know that if you are having any sleepless nights or anxiety over a problem or a challenge, please release and surrender to the angels, and it'll be like magic. And also melatonin works. Chewable melatonin. I use that, too. (laughs) That helps. And uh, do you have any questions for me, Mindy, or anything? Wonderful. Thank you so much. It's exactly what I needed to hear today. I'm so glad. Well, your angels have your back. And now I'm going to give you to Ken. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Mindy. Hi there. Did did, um, you recently complete something, accomplish something, finish something that you've been trying to do? Um. I'm in the midst of it. Okay. Because the song that came up is Congratulations by the Rolling Stones. Congratulations, congratulations, well done, my friend. That's cool. Wonderful. So that makes sense? Yeah, 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 it does. Okay, good. Okay. Thank you so very much. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for calling us. Okay. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Uh, 347-838-9903 is the number. Hi, thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, my name is Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Where are you calling from? I'm in New York. How can we help you tonight? I'm I'm wondering um, about an event I'm going to be putting on, please. Um, I was wondering if I should have... Um, one event on June 16th, or if I should push back until July. Um, if you have any insight at all, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Also, I'm sorry, um, I just wanted to comment on what you were talking about earlier. Um, I thought it was beautiful what you were saying. Um, I especially like the part um, about the birthday on the milk container. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. I um I've been finding quarters everywhere. Um and as you were talking it actually jogged my memory. Um it's gonna be the anniversary of my uncle who passed whose birthday was on the twenty fifth. Um and I've been finding quarters for like the last three days and when you mentioned that story, it was like, I wonder what that means and that came to me that of that is birthday. So sorry. <laughs> So yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. I Thank to you. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Now I wanted to ask you about the dates, and you were thinking of having an event on two different dates. Would you repeat them again? Yes. Um. So I wanted to do. I I know I'm having one on the 23rd of June, but I wanted to do one on the 16th of June. Or do you think I should push back till July? Um, or August, okay. possibly. Okay. Maybe the just, message yeah. that I'm getting is that you should do what's best for you in regard to these events. Don't overdo and don't push yourself. 
And the cards that I pulled are saying the first one is an action card. It's saying you are being called upon to claim your personal power, to feel confident, as your angels will give you the strength to say no when it's the right thing to do for you. And there's and uh, so I just wanted to say, because that could have something to do, I thought, with what you're doing. And mm-hmm. then the next card is about wonderful news. It's an emotional card. It's about love and family and feelings. And it says, wonderful news is on the way. So I don't know what type of an event it is. Is it an engagement, a birth, a graduation, or anything like that? Um, no, it's, it's like showing people's art. Showcasing oh, people's art. Yeah, That's even yeah. better. So, uh-huh. so the event, okay, the, the card mentions those events, but it does event, you know, mention that events are coming, important ones. And it says new uh-huh. events will be made and communities of like-minded people will be drawn closer to one another. So I believe that is what you're trying to, to accomplish also, right, with yeah. your event. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're saying that you should go ahead and do these things because exciting new beginnings are just around the corner. So I believe you will make some very important connections at these events that you're doing. And that mm-hmm. they're very, it's very important that you do it. But do it when it's best for you. That's what the angels want for you. And now I'm going to give you to Ken, and I thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Thank you, honey. Oh, there we are. Hello. Sorry. Hi. Hi, Catherine. Um, Hi. The song that was playing when we picked up your uh, call was by the group The Alarm, and it's called Strength. Uh, This is a mid-'80s song. Do you know that song? No. It's okay if you don't. That's fine. Give me love, give me hope, give me strength, give me someone to live for, give me something to believe in. Um, This is a great Mm -hmm. mantra to have any time you have any sort of questions when you're asking your guides or your angels, um, because you do have to ask them. They're not just going to go, well, she needs... She needs this. She needs to know what day to do this. She needs to know how to do this. Um, They're not just going to give it to you because you need to live your life. But if you ask for help, give me love, give me hope, give me strength, give Um, me something to believe in. If you remember to ask for help, you'll get it. But you have to ask. I think Tony said something about how they're they're not going to intervene, interfere without you asking. Um, but and it I goes and that. and really mm-hmm. this goes and and this this can go for anything and yep. you know a lot of times uh, people feel like if they're going to ask their guides or even if they're going to ask angels for love hope strength whatever that it has to be for something really super important and it doesn't it can be for anything and you don't have a limited number of times you can ask so you can ask all the time whether it's for help making your mortgage payment or rent this month or help finding a parking space whatever it is but you have to ask yeah does that make sense yes oh yes yeah no i i i truly needed to hear that today okay yeah great beautiful 
Yeah. Well, thank you so um, much for calling us tonight. Thank you both yeah. for such a lovely, lovely, informative, and beautiful show. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, sweetheart. Thank you for your and very sweet thing. comments. Thank you. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. you. Much love Bye-bye. and blessings. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, 347-838-9903 is... Hi, thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, if you're calling from area code 845, this is you. Hi, my name is Maria. I call from New York. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing, Maria? Hi, Maria. How can we help? How can we help you tonight? Uh, you see me come up to my birthday pretty soon, very soon. Uh, do you see if I'm going to travel, I'm going to go in Italy by September, August, somewhere like that? Uh, what part of Italy do you want to go to? Sicilia, Provincia Palermo. Beautiful. Okay. The first card for you is out with the old and in with the new. And the angels are saying that heaven is showing you a sign that it is time to make a move and to do something amazing that you've wanted to do for a long time. Move in a new direction. And this can be because you just need to shake things up and get into life. And it's like a wake-up call to make changes that match your heart's desire and your spiritual truth. So that sounds to me like the angels are applauding you and saying, yes, you should go. Go back to Italy and have that birthday there. How exciting. I love it. And now Thank you. I'm going to go with my daughter. Yes, and I'm sure she'll love it. I love that, too. Now let me find you. Okay. This is about love and family love. The angels are saying that you have wonderful people around you who love you very much and want to help you. They're saying that opportunities are being offered to you. So please, it's okay to accept help from people. And just say thank you and, and accept it because you've done you've spent your whole life giving to your family, giving to others. You're yes. a very giving person. So they're saying this is your reward time and yes. that God and all the angels are applauding you. Thank so you. they say to go yes. They they say to speak to them in your in your times when you're uh praying and you know, just talking to your angels quietly, they hear you and they want to give you and help you to act upon all your dreams because you deserve it more than than most, really, Maria. And you are so loved from the other side and in life now by your beautiful family. Thank you. And I thank you for calling. Thank you very much. Thank you, sweetheart. And I'll give you two cans. Hi, Maria. Hi. Um, I don't think I have to explain this one at all. The song that was playing when we took up your call was That's Amore from Dean Martin. There you go. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. You know, I can't explain to why. And my husband passed away, going to be living years in June. The night, my husband was in love with dance. It was died then to move a leg on the dance. They was singing the song of the Martin. 
Oh, my God. Yes, yes. That's nice. Beautiful. It's the What else? How beautiful. Well, well that was thank you so much for that calling. Was, I love you. That was a yeah. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Um, I'm not going to give out the phone number again, but I think we might be able to squeeze in one more. Wow, Maybe the two we'll is on point tonight, Ken. That was <laughs> Hi, amazing. thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name? Yes. Hi, my name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. Where are Hi, you calling Patricia. from? Yeah, I'm calling from Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you for taking my call. How can we help call. you tonight? Thank you. I'd like to find out... Um, is there uh, oh, been experiencing challenges and difficulties from living here and living in this apartment building? Um, will I be, or is there anything with the management being sneaky or whatever to else to try to deter me? Because I am going to be moving. Uh, they don't know it yet, but I'll be moving this summer. And um, they prior to have tried to evict me illegally, and plus I've had uh, it's but also not only with the management but with tenants, because I discovered uh, by accident how tenant had been sneaky and comp- you know line of lying of saying that I was doing things and um, and I wasn't but, you know, causing problems. So is there anything or anyone else that I should be uh, look out for or or repel? Okay. Got it. Well, I pulled some cards for you, and the first card is very hopeful. And I believe that if you just kind of try to stay to yourself until you get ready to move, because I do see you having a successful move, and being very happy where you're going. But the angels want you to know that your current challenge, which is living there until you get to move, is going to push you to be assertive and self-confident. They say be willing to stand up for yourself and defend your position because you have the right to excuse yourself from those who bring unwanted drama into your life. So that's what's happening there. You're not being uh, treated well. And you're, yeah, no, you're kind of yeah. go ahead, dear. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ever since I've lived here, and it will be yeah. it's yeah, five years this year. Uh, so yeah, um, and this Cleveland period has just been a lot of psychic attacks. Um, just well, not the best place for you. No, so I'm no, so glad leaving. to hear that you're leaving. Yeah, and you said this summer, honey. Yes, uh, I'm looking at July. Perfect. Just keep focusing on the move and take your time packing. And the, the next card is all about you manifesting your dreams. And this card says you are ready to go, and that's literally as well as figuratively. You have no need for additional preparation. Take the first steps toward all the changes you desire, even if they're small ones. And notice all the signs that have guided you to make this move in the right direction, as well as resources and support that will miraculously appear. 
So what the angels are telling me off the card is that you have accomplished something amazing by being able to get yourself out of this situation. You should be very proud of yourself because your angels are very proud of you also. And they are just rooting for you 100%. So stay safe, and July will be here soon. And I'm going to give you to Ken now for your song. And thank you so much, honey, for calling. Thank you. Hi, Patricia. Um, We are running out of time. Blog Talk Radio is going to cut us off here in a few minutes, whether we're ready or not. So I apologize in advance, but I'm going to need to go through this pretty quickly. Uh, The song that was playing when we picked up your call was um, You Don't Have Far to Go by Merle Haggard and the Strangers. Um, This is an old song from the 60s. I don't know if you know this song, but um, basically, you don't have far to go. July is just around the corner. We're already into the second week of May, if you can believe that. Um, So focus on where you're going. Focus on July. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing, what somebody else is saying. Um, I know it's easy for me to say that because I'm way over here and and you're right there. But try to just put your energy towards the future and where you're going and realize that it's been five years, but you've only got, you know, like like nine or ten weeks to go. And you can do that. You've done five years, nine or ten weeks, nothing. So focus on that and know that you're getting closer and closer to what you want. Okay? I'm sorry I can't spend more time with you on that, but um, but we're about to get cut off here. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you so much. Thanks to everybody. Uh, Apologies to the few that are still on the phone that we couldn't get to, but Blog Talk Radio is going to cut us off here in about a minute or so, um, whether we're ready or not, because I told it we were going to be done at 9, and it's a minute and 38 seconds until 9. So um, for those who couldn't get through to us, uh, Tony and I will be back in two weeks. If you can't wait, go to PsychicTapestry.com, click on our teachers and healers, and you can book a private reading. Um, But thanks so much for the warm welcome and for everybody calling in. I know it's been a long time, but we're so happy to be back. And we love you guys. Thank you. Um, Tony, as always, thank you so much for giving up a big chunk of your Tuesday night for us. Thank you for having me and for doing this. It's been the greatest pleasure always. Uh, The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Um, Thanks again, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. And remember to tell those close to you that you love them. And we will be back in two weeks. Take care. Bye, everybody.